Hey, you busy? Mm-mm. Okay, let me run something past you real quick. My, I got something I need to get off my chest. Let me explain something to you. Have you ever had it where you spoke to someone that you haven't spoken to in a while or you bumped into someone, however it may be, and they ask you that question? How have you been? How's it going? How's the family? How's the whatever from the last time that they spoke to you? And you started to give out and regurgitate all the updates that have occurred since whatever they last know and had this little silent nudge inside of you go, dang, a lot has happened to me, for me, to me, through me, whatever, right? I had that happen the other day. Uh, I had a former supervisor from a while ago ask me for a letter of recommendation. Yeah, I never really had that before. That's kind of strange. I had to Google, like, how do you, <laughs> how does one write a recommendation letter for a superior? I don't know how to do that. But your girl got it done, knocked it out the park, okay? And I did such a phenomenal job that she called me and was like, oh, I, I want to say thank you. It could have been me, thank you, no, thank you. Sorry, I couldn't resist. And I was like, oh, you're welcome, you know, it's just, I tried to go ahead and put a spin on it. She was like, no, honestly, I had asked a few people because she's going for this particular promotion. And she was like, you, reading yours, she said, I was just, I was at a loss for words. I was just like, wow. And I was like, oh, okay. And so she can hear that I was ordering my food when she called me. So she was like, um... Now, I would have been good with just going ahead and hanging up. You know, you're welcome. Your girl got you because I'm more of a texter anyway, um, if I don't feel like talking. And she was like, you know, how's it been? And I'm like, oh, it's been incredible. Uh, well, no, actually, let me tell the truth. I didn't give a statement piece. I was like, well, you know, pretty good. And then I just started naming some stuff. I was like, you know, my, um, oh, I don't know if you know, but my son, I don't know if you saw the newspapers or whatever and all of that, but he and his basketball team, they broke a 40-year streak, and, um, yeah, they won the state. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't even boasting, I promise you. If I was boasting, you know, I would have been like, ah, had it all out. Wasn't boasting that time, just literally giving, like, a rundown. You know, my daughter got accepted into early college. Like, oh, and my husband and I were in the midst of building a house, a new construction home from scratch. Yeah. Oh, um, and in a couple of weeks, I'm getting uh, inducted into the Honor Society for my graduate program. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, no, I don't work there anymore. I got a promotion. I'm over here at such and such and this, that, and the third. And she was like, wow. <laughs> like, wow. I, everything that I was saying, it was just like, wow, wow. And I had to grab myself. Once I got off the phone with her, called my husband immediately. I was like, you know, sometimes you don't know how great you're doing until you speak to someone you haven't spoken to in a very long time. I just ran down to my prior supervisor, all the updates that have occurred within the last three to four months or so, and I'm, I'm not even going to hold you. I'm kind of shocked. That I wasn't as like, wow, 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 when I was doing it. And it led me to this very particular conversation. Are you stopping to smell the roses? Are you stopping to realize, oh my gosh, this was a prayer some time ago.
this this was something that I asked for. I remember just let, let me let me just give you one of the most minute. I could remember had to have been man if I could I could tell you the exact year. It was 2011. I started a job when I one of my first jobs that when I came down to Georgia. And a coworker and I, I think we were going to go to lunch. And I sat in her car, a Nissan Murano. And I said, what kind of car is this? And she was like, oh, it's a Nissan Murano. I was like, man, I always love these cars. I would love to have one one day. Do you know, yes, a decade and some changed later, that I currently have a Nissan Murano. I didn't even realize that in a very flimsy way, that was one of my requests to God. Because anything that is a heart's desire translates to a prayer if you say it with some confidence and and not doubt, right? It's amazing to me how the spiritual realm works. That you can say, man, one day I would like to. And not even put that in a heavenly father in the name of Jesus, the blood of Jesus, the, that you don't have to make it spiritual. You can just simply let your requests be known. And God goes ahead and gives you that nudge like in due season, in due time. My heart, I can't, the fulfillment, the whatever that feeling is when a little girl knows that my daddy has me. That my daddy hears me. That I am a daddy's girl. You know, that's actually something that I wrote down. Uh, and it's literally in my bathroom right now. Because I didn't have the fortune uh, on earth to be a daddy's girl. And I always felt like, you know, that would have been something I would have truly cherished. Until it just dawned on me a couple of months ago. I said, well, why can't you be a daddy's girl? because you're because of how old you are or because you know your biological father decided not to be in your life like what's the hold up why can't you if it's a heart desire of yours why can't you have it and so I just wrote down on a sticky note God hears me I hear him he loves me he protects me and I'm a daddy's girl and the joy that that has brought to me it's warm, it's fuzzy. I'm new to this because I never had it. It feels like nana na 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 boo boo, but like not so much where you can get in trouble by your dad. Just enough for him to laugh, like she's cute, like that. Like that's how I feel. And wow, the revelation of God, you truly are closer to me than I can ever comprehend. That we don't even realize that as we we're living that he's providing that he's showing up that if it's still in your heart and it's still a heart's desire that it's still on its way that you can't outthink God (laughs) you you can't outthink him okay that's why you will always have something to thank him for I I promise you I'm mind blown And when I was having this conversation in more depth, you know, just trying to think this over in my head, I said, I wonder, I wonder if Hannah in the Bible ever stopped and was like, time out, hold up, wait a minute. 
it's a 22. Like, time out. Like, seriously. I'm not even. Can we just jump right into it, please? Because I'm getting excited. I want my deodorant to last. Okay. Um, First Samuel 1, we're going to go ahead and just jump there. So you already know that Hannah was having a hard time having kids. She was barren, right? She wasn't able to have any children. Her husband, Elkna, had another wife. She popping babies out like they the new Jordans, okay? Every every season, every color. She What you want, uptowns, low towns? Like how you want to do it? You want the patent leather? And she's she making it happen. She factory with it, right? And so... Every year, Hannah would feel this despair, like, bro, this is outrageous. All I want to do is just have, like, just give me something that I can nurse. And I'm sure that's how she felt. So then she went to the priest. Listen, read your Bible, but I'm going to give you a little bit of a trailer. Went to the priest, you know, uh, she in there, the tabernacle praying, whatever. The priest thought she was drunk. He's like, woman, what is you doing? Okay, 9 o'clock in the morning. What is-? And she was like, no, I'm praying for a baby. And he was like, oh, okay, so, you know, um, I touch and agree with you. So verse 18 says, oh, thank you, sir, she exclaimed. Then she went back and began to eat again, and she was no longer sad. But now check this portion of it. <laughs> Let, let's read 19 on, right? I may skip around. I may not. Let the Holy Spirit do what it do. Let me know. 19. The entire family got up early the next morning and went to worship the Lord once more. Then they returned home to Ramah when Elkna slept with Hannah the Lord remembered her plea 20 and in due time she gave birth to a son she named him Samuel for she said I asked the Lord for him 21 the next year Elkanah and his family went on their annual trip to offer sacrifice to the Lord and to keep his vow 22 but Hannah didn't go she told her husband Wait until the boy is weaned. Then I will take him to the tabernacle and leave him there with the Lord permanently. 23. Whatever you think is best, Elkna agreed. Stay here for now and may the Lord help you keep your promise. So she stayed home and nursed the boy until he was weaned. 24. When the child was weaned, Hannah took him to the tabernacle in Shiloh. They bought along a three-year-old bull for the sacrifice and a basket of flour and some wine. 25. After sacrificing the bull, they brought the boy to Eli. 26. Sir, do you remember me? Hannah asked. I'm the very woman who stood here several years ago praying to the Lord. 27. I asked the Lord to give me this boy, and he has granted my request. 28. Now I'm giving him to the Lord, and he will belong to the Lord his whole life. And they worship the Lord there. I want to give you something that I never picked up from reading this. Number one, how many years ago was that particular petition to Eli before God went ahead and gave Samuel? Now I was going to Google and look some stuff up, but this is real time, okay? 26. Sir, do you remember me? It had to have been some time. I'm going to go ahead and just be outraged. I'm going to say seven, five to ten years later, okay? For you to say, do you remember me? I'm the very woman who stood here several years ago praying to the Lord. Let's go back to the, to the other verse. Literally, it says, 
The entire family got up. This is 19. The entire family got up early the next morning and went to worship the Lord once more. Then they returned home to Ramah when Elkanah slept with Hannah. The Lord remembered her plea. 20. And in due time, she gave birth to a son. What I want you to understand is that from the time that you pray, God understands the perfect time to bring it to fruition. From the time that you decided something is a heart's desire of yours, because let me explain something to you, how we work. I feel like Samuel could have been happened. It just took for Hannah to get to a place of, I can't take no more to actually go ahead and let her heart desire be known. Y'all going up to this particular mountain, every, you know, tabernacle or not tabernacle, but this pilgrimage every year, every year you crying, you can't eat, read your Bible. It tells you Hannah was going through this for a while. You get to say when she decided on this one particular time, I'm not crying about this no more. Okay. I'm over it. I want to be somebody's mother too. And whatever that was that brought her to God, whether it was despair, whether it was emotional distress, whatever it was, something finally bubbled up in her for her to go ahead and do what needed to be done and bring it to God's attention. So from the time that she brought it to God, we don't read that she was ever crying about this thing again, that it was ever something that could go ahead and, and, and stir her in her spirit and her emotions, nothing else ever again. It was never an issue because at that point, God was working on when to bring this into fruition. What is something that's going on with you right now that you can put the stop to it? You may not get the manifestation of it right now, but you can put the emotional stop to it right now. Every year this woman is crying. Every year Elkna's other wife, Panina, is going ahead and making her feel some kind of way. The Bible uses the word taunt. She was taunting her. And it took one year for her to say, okay, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and cast my care. I'm going to go ahead and let my request be known. And that was the last year that she was ever in an emotional distraught state in that regard about a baby. She then goes ahead and she prays about it. God is like, cool. Once somebody goes ahead and touches and agree, once you go ahead and believe in your heart without any doubt, once you go ahead and say, I know that if I speak these words, because God said there's nothing possible for God, and that if I ask for anything in the name of Jesus, that it will be done, that I could tell a whole mountain to move and it shall go. Once you get that stirred up in you, there's nothing. It's, it's as good as done. So once she got excited and went back home and was like, this is what's happening. I'm not sure how many times she sucked with her husband. Could it probably was multiple times a day? Could it be? Who knows? But you know what? Each time, I'm sure she had it in her heart. I, I don't know when, but it's going to happen. I, I can't listen. I can't tell you. The postman, listen, the postman come here every day. I'm looking for a particular piece of mail. I don't know when, but I know as long as it's still delivering that I'm going to get what I was asking for. And then the Bible says that in due time, she gave birth to a son. And you know what she did that was incredible? The Bible says in verse 20, she named him Samuel. For she said, I asked the Lord for him. So many times there is such a gap 
or such an extended time frame from what we asked God for that by the time we get it, we didn't realize, oh my gosh, I asked for this. I remember sitting in my co-worker's car saying one day I wanted to drive this because I really liked the car. And I said that in passing, and here I am driving that. I remember saying, God, I want a house with my husband as a single. I remember crying and saying, God, if there's just, you, you know what, if you can just, just let him be tall, God. Like, it's just, I was trying to get the bare minimum, and God gave me exactly what I needed and what I wanted in a husband. I remember saying, I want to be close to my daughter the way that my mother and I wasn't. I, I want my children to be closer than my brother and I didn't have the chance to be. I I remember feeling like, you know, I, I want the American dream. I want the, the two dogs and the, the two kids and the and. and Oh my gosh, when I step back and I look at my life currently, I think in some regard I forgot that God gave me Samuel. I remember saying years ago, I wanted to be in this particular career path. But I didn't know how to get into it. When I would look up all the qualifications of how you get into it, you had to have all these years experience. I'm like, bro, there's no entry level position to get into this and all these other different things. I remember, I remember. And here I am currently seeing that I birthed several Samuels. Some of them I realized, others I didn't. I think Hannah's probably one of the wisest women ever. Because she remembered, she remembered that God remembered her. How powerful is that? She didn't forget. She didn't say, oh, you know what? I had, matter of fact, tell you the truth, I had no idea. Like, do you know how long she probably had to hold on to the thought of, no, I prayed it and so I believe it. I asked my daddy for this, so I know he's going to give it because the Bible says he's a good father. And if fathers on earth give good presents to their children on earth, then what more do you think your heavenly father would do? Like, no, I like what kind of posture do you have to keep to say, I know that I prayed entrepreneurship and I know what it looks like right now. And I know what the financial state of the world looks like, but I don't care because I asked my dad and my dad hears me and I, and I, I trust my dad. I believe it. I know that I asked for a husband and it looked like the single dating life is looking like ridiculous. But I asked my dad for it. So you know what? I'm just going to take peace in the fact that he is mending somebody customizable for my heart, for my intricacies, the way that I look at a thing. Somebody's going to understand me. Somebody's going to want to be around me. Somebody's going to help me grow. Somebody's going to help me build. No, I'm not going to look at the time like, is it ever going to happen? I'm going to look at the time like I know that God is taking his time and crafting something dope if it's taking this long. I'm going to have a brand new mindset when it comes to my Samuels. When it comes to my Samuels, and you'll be able to look at those people and not as a, eh, I told you so, but the way that Hannah did, sir, do you remember me? Do you remember me when you didn't give me that chance for that job? Do you remember me when you said that I wasn't going to be nothing, just trying to make a couple of dollars, trying to feed my daughter? Shouts out to the Deacon Biggie. Do you remember me? Do you remember when, you know, I was down that time when you saw me at that minimum wage job? Remember when I was at, pulled over because I had to wait for AAA to come over because the way that, that car that I was driving was making that noise and that whatever? You remember that time that um no, I was in that bad relationship that one time? You remember when my edges was like thinning? Yeah, because that was embarrassing. Um, You remember that one time that I, I had that weight or the, I didn't have any weight or I'm looking good now, right? Yeah. And you remember, do you remember me? Do you remember where I was? 
to be so blessed that you got to ask somebody, do you remember when I was in my lack? Because what's before you is not being presented as such. Woo! That you got to remind somebody, do you remember when I didn't have? Because what you see now, I know I have now. To pull up in your manifestation, but have to remind somebody, remember when I was in lack. Yeah, because that's how my God works. And not even to like, you know, pop your collar or anything. But she had to ask Eli, you remember when I didn't have no kids? Look at my baby. Mm-hmm. There's looking just like his daddy. Yep. Because because sometimes you got to remind somebody, um, God's still operating. God's still doing. God is still doing the thing that you even probably forgot. God is still operating in the, in the spaces that probably people are still trying to muster up that I believe. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to pull up on the scene and I'm going to ask you, do you remember? Do you remember me? She said, the Bible says, I'm the very woman who stood here several years ago praying to the Lord. Several years ago. So many years ago that I got to ask you, do you remember me? And she didn't even... She ain't even give Eli no time to respond or the Bible doesn't document that he said anything. So she went, she jumped right into it. Woman style 27. I asked the Lord to give me this boy and he granted me my request. Like, ma'am, ma'am, can he respond? Can you give him a moment? She was like, no, I know you would do it and your memory's faulty. So I'm gonna go ahead and just let you know what happened. I asked the Lord for the boy. Okay. And then he, he granted my request in 28. And now I'm giving him to the Lord and he will belong to the Lord his whole life. So go ahead. You now benefit from the fact that God remembered me. You now get to partake in the physical, tangible evidence that God doesn't break his word, that God remembers his promises to me. Oh, my goodness. The very next chapter over, 1 Samuel uh, chapter 2, it literally says in verse 5, those who were well-fed are now starving and those who were starving are now full the childless woman now has seven children and the woman with many children wastes away where God went ahead and blessed Hannah multiple times over after that oh you thought it was just one he had a Janet Jackson in his sleeve like is that the end no hit her with the hit her with the bridge you understand like do you understand how the tables turn when you truly put your manifestation in into God when you truly look at God like mm-mm God is not a barely enough God you know, he's not a, you know, you're you going to get that Nissan Murano. I'm probably going to be, I know I'm going to be driving bigger and better cars. But he said, you asked me for it one time, so you got to at least drive it for a little bit of time. Like, that's how the daddy that I have works. Do you understand how amazing that feels? That I literally can stop and say, God, I remember praying for this. That I have, to, I had to be both Hannah and Eli in one to myself. Shawana, do you remember praying for this those many years ago? Do you remember asking God for this? Look, it's here, baby. Oh, that makes me so emotional. It's here. Your Samuel is here. Look, your Samuel, you driving in your Samuel. You sitting at the desk of your Samuel. You, you, you are in the presence of your Samuels. And guess what? All you got to do is just remember, God remembered me.
because God's going to do his part. He's going to do his part. He ain't forget. Even if you forgot to name him Samuel, he didn't forget. He didn't forget to deliver him to you. Even if you forget to deliver him back to him. Ooh, that's a word. Even if, if Hannah would have forgot to go ahead and keep her promise to give Samuel back to the Lord, the Lord didn't forget to give Samuel to Hannah. And that's a word right there. Because we're still human, we're still faulty, we are forgetful, we do have, you know, skitter-scatter when it comes to the brain sometimes, when it comes to the spiritual realm, and God is like, I don't care how inconsistent you are, I'm going to be a consistent dad. Oh my goodness, we can go ahead and hang up right there, that's a word right there, I ain't going to hold you. My challenge to you is to look at your life and ask yourself, where have I... I missed the opportunity to remind at least myself. Do you remember? Do you remember when I prayed this a couple of years ago? Do you remember when I asked for this? It don't even got to be years ago, but do you remember asking for that? And are you currently in a space where you can go ahead and praise God for that? Because chapter 1 Samuel chapter 1, that verse ends with a saying, and they worship the Lord there. There, and in the middle of remembering that. There, in the middle of seeing the manifestation of Samuel. There, in the middle of reminding Eli, who probably didn't even remember. There, the moment that you remember, oh my goodness, God remembered me, you worship him there. That's my challenge to you. There is so much happening in life. But the moment that you do remember, I asked for this. I prayed for this. Tears in my eyes. Passion in my heart. Scarcity, what appeared to be scarcity around me. The world saying that we're not in the in, in a state that we can bring that to fruition. Oh, you started that business at the wrong time. Oh, you want to get married now? Do you see the statistics? There's all these different things that is fighting against what God said. I remembered you. God said he remembered you. And if it's not here, it's on its way. But there's one thing for certain. He heard you. You need to, I don't care if you got to pick down the phone right now. You need to stop and just say, thank you, God. Thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus. Thank you that when memory slips slips me and fails me, you don't. That as soon as you bring it back to my memory, I'm going to praise you there. Do you see what I'm saying to you? Listen, you know what these conversations are. I feel like you got what you needed because we just need to go ahead. You're going to need a praise break. That's what I just feel. You know what these conversations are, okay? They are life-provoking conversations, conversations that not everybody's going to have with you, but who your favorite homegirl, you stop and you go ahead and you just look up just one time and say, Dad, thank you. Thank you. If that's all the worship that you can muster up, that's what you do. Thank you. Because he's a good, good father. That's who he is. That's who he is. That's who he is. And he's in love by you. That's who you are. I love that song. He's a good, good father. Mm, let that just minister to you. He's a good, good father. He's a, mm, thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. 
I want you to go ahead. If you got to go ahead and YouTube that song real quick, go ahead and let that minister to you. But God is so good. He is so good. And if it's not here, it's on its way. But he heard you. And you're a daddy's girl. Listen, daddy loves his boy. You understand? <sighs> Amazing. Listen, I'm going to talk to you later. Let's just go ahead. Okay? Later.